Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Badabinga, the master of the diamond cutter, the three time, three time, three time world champion. And you, or you, monkey, you're listening on the SS network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. The world is listening. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. I'm mad as hell about these freaking whores who have pimped and raped and prostituted the sport of professional wrestling right down into the ground, right down into the gutter, right down into the circus with all the clouds. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. It's still real to me, damn it. What you going to do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world destroy you? As I lock eyes with a warrior that has his face painted and the outer edges of his faceplate interlock with each other, then I know that that warrior is ready to make that sacrifice so that I shall live. Wow, man, freak out! Let me be right! Jet fly! Can steal it! What are you dealing? Say it again! Woo! I have obtained the goals that many men only lay in bed and dream about night after night. I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. You will rest in peace. And that's the bottom line. What? Cause Stone Cold sits up. It's just a man. It's showtime, folks! Well, you know something, Gino? The new world order is taking over professional wrestling. Are you ready? I said, are you ready?
And if you're not down with that, Dallas has got two words for ya! Do I have everybody's attention now? In anybody else's hands, this is a microphone. In my hands, it's a pipe bomb. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Wrestling News Live with the bad boys of wrestling radio. And you two jabronis don't even have enough class to introduce yourself? What is your name? Wrestling. It doesn't matter what your name is. Here are your hosts, the Trey Dog and JJ Sexay. Well, thanks to the miracle of modern, uh, I guess, uh, technology, maybe. No, I wouldn't say technology. The the miracle of modern medicine. I'm here with you this evening. I uh, woke up this morning and felt like uh, somebody had spent most of my night while I was asleep standing on my throat. And uh, I, I guess it was allergies because I took allergy medication and... By this afternoon, when I needed my voice to be back, it was there, and I'm I'm able to talk better now than I have for the last two or three days. So, uh, thank God for that. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. I am the outlaw of the IWC. Maybe the most stubborn guy in internet wrestling radio. Yes, I am a fan of TNA Wrestling. And if you don't like it, bounce the fuck on out of here, because I could care less. If you do, stick around. We're going to talk a little bit about TNA. We're going to talk Monday Night Raw, as usual, with the Bronx Father in just a bit. Um, JJ Sexay, not available tonight. Not feeling well. I uh, want to thank Brass Eye again for stepping in and taking over the controls. And we're going to have an abbreviated Wrestling News Live tonight. And what I mean by that, a little programming note. Due to the fact that my Thursday night project, TNA Chat Live, great opening debut uh, show last week. Good numbers on the downloads. Keep them coming. Keep downloading. Keep listening. I appreciate you for doing that. Um, I wanted to be more caller friendly. I think you guys were waiting a little too long to get your phone calls in because when I ended the show... I had a long list of people online still wanting to get through and a bunch of people complaining in the chat that they couldn't get through. <clears throat> so, with that being said, Thursday night, I wanted to go, you know, with as many calls as we could take. However, I was joined by Hernandez and it'll be a 40-minute interview, so that will only leave 20 minutes worth of phone calls on the show. So to alleviate that problem, 
We're going to take as many phone calls as we can here tonight. We're going to open up the phone lines in just a bit and let you start getting your calls in on anything you want to talk about in the world of wrestling, the world of life, the all-star game, whatever. A buddy of mine sent me a message during the Hernandez interview this afternoon, and he would bet on two turtles crossing the road. He's just a gambling junkie. And he said, I got the AL. I got the American League, and $10 says they're going to win. I said, I'll take that bet. And you'll regret it by the third inning. As we stand in Kansas City, the National League ahead five to nothing in the third. <laughs> the reason I thought so is because Matt Cain was going to start the game for the Giants, and he's a stud. And he's got his own personal catcher who made the All Star team, thanks to uh, Yadier Molina, my Cardinal catcher, having family issues back home allowed Buster Posey, who's at bat right now, to start the game. And it doesn't sound like a big deal, but when you go, you know, 30 or 40 outings a year with the same catcher behind the plate, it makes a pretty big difference, especially if you can get him in the All-Star game to catch you as well. So that being said, let's bring on the Broncos father, my co-host for this evening, my tag team partner for the night, if you will, Tony Mirabella. Tony, how are you, buddy? Okay, man. How you doing? I'm doing better. Better than I was. That's good. I have to admit that after getting very little sleep due to uh, NCAA Football 13 coming out at midnight last night and the fact that we had just covered one hell of a TNA pay-per-view where I was so exhausted and so tired afterwards. You know, I know I called play-by-play on a few of the matches for a little bit, but, boy, it wore me smooth the hell out. Oh, yeah. It it took my voice with me, with it. So, good to have you here. Uh, Your main goal, as everybody knows, is to recap what is Monday Night Raw. Yes, sir. So, Brass Eye, if you will, my friend, hit that Monday Night Raw sounder. And we'll recover what was Monday night crap last night. No doubt in my mind. I think I'm I'm throwing Brass Eye out of the bus here because I don't think he was ready for that because I wasn't going to do this, but I just I changed my mind. It's time for your WNL Monday Night Raw recap with Don Bronx, the Bronx Father. All right, Bronxy, let's see if we can sum this up as quick as possible. What are your thoughts on last night's Monday Night Raw? And here we go with the Raw recap. And there you have it. <laughs> that was Mon- Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. And that's all we're going to cover of that shit fest last night. Because I sat here and, and could not believe how bad that show was. <laughs> now, there are going to be some Raw fans and some WWE fans that are like, oh, dude, seriously. Well, if you want to talk about something that happened on the show, feel free to call in. 
I just don't feel the need to give you a rundown of what my turd looked like last night and a shitter before I went to bed. A turd is a turd. Some have peanuts in them, some don't. Mine last night didn't. It was brown in color and looked an awful lot like what was on USA Network during Raw last night. Shit. And I don't feel like going over it again. If you do, host your own show and cover the shit out of it. And if people want to listen, then they will. But I'm pretty sure from the response that the SNS listener base has put forth over the last 24 hours, they could care less. So with that being said, we'll open the phone lines. Bronx, you give them the number. 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. Or add Sunday Night Showdown, or one word, to your Skype. There you so... With that being said, we'll take some phone calls. If you guys want to call in, now's your chance. If not, we'll go home early. I know that I was almost about to cancel tonight's show because I did not feel well. I know JJ does not feel well and is not with us tonight. But I didn't want to leave you hanging, and I thought, what the hell, suck it up and answer some phone calls because we're not going to get to do that on Thursday. There's only going to be about 20 minutes of free time, and, and some of that's going to be me talking. So there may be a total of 10 minutes call-in time on the Thursday night show after Impact. Uh, so now's your chance to get your phone calls in. If you want to talk about Raw, that's fine, we can. If you want to talk about Destination X last Sunday, I'm more than glad to talk about that. If you want to talk about what could happen in the future with Impact coming up on Thursday or WWE's pay-per-view this Sunday. That What's the name of their pay-per-view this Sunday? Um, oh, Money in the Bank. Money in the bank. That's right. Okay. If you want to talk money in the bank, you can do so as well. Well, you know, uh, something interesting, Trey. No, nothing interesting. Normally, we'd be on this show talking about how bad the internet shot down that TNA pay-per-view. Well, not this time. I've seen nothing but positive responses. Well, the shows that I listen to on Sunday nights, the one that that, that matters most, I guess, the law, they didn't shoot it down, but they didn't give it. A, they didn't give it many props either. They were kind of in the middle on the whole thing. All right. So they said they hated some things that we liked, and you know that's that's them. I mean, it's, like I told Brassside today, you know, this, some hosts think that hate generates phone calls. If that's the case, then more power to you. They've been around long enough. They know what they're doing, or seem to know what they're doing. Everyone has their own opinion. Nothing you can do. But, uh, interesting pay-per-view from TNA. Their third or fourth in a row that I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Um, I keep closing this. I don't mean to. Let's go to the phones. Who do we got on the line? You're welcome to Wrestling News Live. Get back, Hey! What's up? What's going What's on with you, man? What's all this commotion going on here? People sick and people don't feel good and all this stuff. Hey, man. Drink some tequila and get your feel better. Do you have to eat the worm? Eat the worm, too. That's right. Yeah, I eat the worm. You make <laughs> you see things. Make you see things, all right. I promise it you make that. make you googly goo. Give you a case of the stiff dick. That's right. <laughs> What's up, Bronx? 
What's up, Santo? How you doing, brother? I haven't spoken to you in a while, man. I'm doing great, bro. I'm doing great. I'm glad I'm able to be here in this special Wrestling News Live with y'all two gringos. Not too special, but, you know. (laughs) Hey, uh, speaking of special, did you see uh, TNA's pay-per-view Sunday? I sure did. What would you think? I tell you, I think it was, at first, it was kind of odd because, you know, you're watching these guys from the Indies. You know, you got guys like, you know, who really was uh, Jigsaw from Chikara, you know, Chikara, who's, you know, with a different name, and all these dudes from CZW and all that. It was, it was kind of weird seeing a show, basically, with majority was, you know, all these guys from the Indies. Right. And it didn't give that type of, you know, that TNA feeling. In somewhat, it's almost like I was watching, you know, indie show. Well, you, you know, I, had, I I agree with you to an extent. I almost I almost felt like we were watching a, uh, you know, impact from back in the weekly pay per view days there for a little while. Right. That we weren't necessarily watching a high profile Sunday night, you know, pay per view, but you know that that's like saying I had envisioned four Porsches in the ring and I ended up with four, you know, Volkswagens, but goddamn the Volkswagens performed well. I really have no beef with beef with their performance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the first couple of matches w- was okay. I mean, I did enjoy the AJ, you know, Styles match with, when he did that move, you know, that, Special movie does, you know, uh, he did it from the ramp to the table. Yeah, that when he did that, you know, to the Christopher Daniel, that was sick. Yeah, that was pretty sick, man. And you know, I enjoyed the the, the Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle man. That, that kind of gave it more, you know, pepped up, you know, with them two, you know, kind of main eventers, you know, especially now with Samoa Joe, look like they're pushing him back, you know, yeah. look like they have to start over again with that poor guy. And, you know, and, and who's 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 to say who's to say I've been reading all day and 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 I've talked to a couple people backstage behind the scenes at TNA and uh, rumor has it that there's a reason why they did what they did with Austin Aries and pulling the belt off Bobby Roode and that they're going to go somewhere with it. Right. So who's to say that maybe management has decided that James Storm is still not ready and still not their guy and they're going to go a completely different direction now. And Samoa right. Joe could be the guy that ends up chasing Austin Aries and winning the Bound for Glory series. That would be nice. That would be a, I think that would give a good match. I see, you know, I guess they're trying to, you know, the way to push some of these indie guys. You know, I, I mean, probably the way WWE been doing now with, you know, the way seeing Punk Rose last year, and now you got Christopher Daniels really getting kind of, you know, I guess TNA won the, you know, that's, you know, that was their guy, the push. Right. You know, it was, it was, you know, it was double A, you know, to push him to get, you know, to get the belt. And I think it was successful. I enjoyed the ending. I was glad he won the belt. You know, it was fresh. It was something different, you know. Well, and, and it shows you, it, it shows you in the world of professional wrestling uh-huh. that when a company like WWE goes out the night after or the day after, a pay-per-view where a Ring of Honor guy that TNA built up as their own 
finally wins that world title and they go out and sign a bunch of indie wrestlers themselves that, you know, at least the future's looking pretty decent over the world of professional wrestling if they get off their ass and get right. to it. You know, I right. mean, it's 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 a pretty successful formula to take a young guy and mold him into your current star. That's what TNA has done. And, uh, you know, these guys all have history from the indies like Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, you know, if they were to get together. You know, they've been down this road before. Well, it depends on the push you give them, too. I mean, you know, something I was thinking about today, and uh, someone beat me, too, when on Facebook, how CM Punk, who was, I mean, really their Ring of Honor star last year, does it seem like to anybody else that now he's just a baby face relegated into stupidity? I mean, come on, a marriage angle, really? Well, um, well what sucks is, we're being Hoganized like we're back in the 1980s where John Cena is going to be on top no matter what. They might as well put the belt on the guy because he's on top. He's going to make an event no matter what. There was a statistic that I heard on uh, something I was listening to last night. Maybe, I mean, what was it that I was listening to last night? I don't remember what it was now. Oh, it was uh, Aftermath with Arda Ocal and Jimmy Corderas. And the WWE title hasn't main evented a pay-per-view in so many years that you'd be surprised. I can't remember the exact year, but you'd be shocked. Wow. And, and that's all because of guys like John Cena and matches that are bigger than the belt. Yeah, it's been it's right. been- valued you know if john cena doesn't have the belt he main events anyway it used to be years ago your 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 world title holder just by proxy was always your main event it was put above everything else no more might as well put the belt on it then yeah and and then also your other belts were kind of like main events too not 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 main events but still it was meant something you know i mean we all been through that talking about the U.S. you know the USA. Well, USA belt never was that much in WCW. Tell you the truth, I don't remember too much. It was that, but come on, into the Continental Belt. That used yeah. to be. That used to come on, man. That used to be a great belt, man. I was like garbage now. Well, you and know? you thought you thought they were going to breathe a little bit of life back into that belt when Cody changed the strap color back to white and said he wanted it to mean something again, and then. <laughs> Yeah, mean what? Mean nothing, man. They got the damn Christian in the ladder match, too. Yeah. You know, he needs to be feuding and get somebody going after that damn belt. And then yeah. they go, you know, it's it's the same with, you know, and, you know, it's just over and over again. I don't I guess the story angles without majority of some of the time without belts are more important to him. I mean, well, just, just put the belt involved and then they got it. Like, you know, like Bronx said, I'll say something like that, but it's just, I don't know, man. It's, you know, you know, they just giving it to us and we're taking it and, you know, whatever, you know, and <laughs> it's a never it's ending just, battle, man. It, never it's ending. a, it's a, it's a double negative to me for a guy like Christian, who's the intercontinental champion, not to be right. defending the belt on a pay-per-view, but mm-hmm. by the same token, 
being a man that's involved in the uh, TLC ladder match because you know he's not going to, or not TLC ladder match, Money in the Bank ladder match, because you know he's not going to win that due to the fact he's still the Intercontinental Champion. He still got the belt, right. Right. That's correct. Well, I mean, it could have been a thing, and I like the way TNA did this. All right. We take a, <clears throat> a more minor belt, being the X Division title, and say, all right, once a year, Anyone who holds that belt can turn it in and, you know, fight for the world title. If you remember, they did the same thing with, oh, God, it was Hogan and Warrior. Hogan, I mean, Warrior beat Hogan to get the world title while he was the IC champ, I believe. And then the Warrior had to relinquish the IC title and they had, you know, a tournament. Now, if Christian were to win it and they said, all right, look, Christian, if you cash in that money in the bank and win, you got to give up your IC title, give someone else a chance. I could even accept it then. But it's like Christian saying, I want to be a money in the bank. I don't give a shit about this belt. I mean, that's what he's saying. Well, you, you don't know that because he's probably just doing what he's told. Oh, no. I, I mean, the way his character is driven, his character gives you that impression. I'm sure that's not how he feels. Right, you know? right. Uh, Maze in the chat room said, I wouldn't mind if Christian had double duty, you know, actually participated in the Money in the Bank ladder match and also wrestled for the Intercontinental title against Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But they just don't do that much anymore. I mean, they just, you know, that's what's sad is that somebody else that could use that rub could be in that spot where, you know, Christian's not going to win. So why is he there in the first place? You know? Just to fill in, just to fill it in. That's all they're doing. And Melky Cabrera, former Kansas City Royal, former New York Yankee, now San Francisco Giant and starter for the NL All-Star team, is probably going to be your MVP of the game because he, uh, I think, had a triple in the first inning. And... Or no, I'm sorry, had a single and scored from first. That's what it was. Had a single and scored from first in the first inning and just hit a two-run shot to left field. So the, mm. the National League now up eight to nothing in the fourth. Damn. You know, I'm not a baseball guy, but how does my boy David, is it David Wright, doesn't get a start tonight? Um, Pablo Sandoval from the Giants started at third. It's all it's all fan voted, dude. So I don't know what to tell you other than I would have liked to have seen Chipper start his last All Star game, but Chipper will play. He just isn't going to start. And uh, as far as rights concerned, I'm not real sure why. It's the New York fan base, man. That's New York's got to vote him in. As Ryan Braun, who <laughs> raked one in the first inning, has raked the second one down the. I think Ryan Braun's going to have. A double and a triple or two triples on the night? I'm not sure. I think he's got a double and a triple. Man, this is turning into a rape. I mean, holy shit. After so many years of the American League always taking it, wow. Seven, seven in a row. The National League has won the last two. Looks like it'll be three. Well, that's cool because NL wins it, and that's good for the Mets. So that's good for the Cardinals, too. Saved our ass last year. There you go. Ironically, thanks to Prince Fielder, who the Cardinals beat out in the Second round of the playoffs. All right. Well, that being said, Santo, you got anything else you want to add before you get out of here, brother? 
Well, first I want to say, you know, it was, you know, I still enjoy the 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 destiny, you know, the the TNA pay per view, the destination. It was, right. you know, I, I'm not too crazy about, you know, the the main, you know, the the second to last match, the one with Dion, the the hairspray dude. Oh, not, Zima, you know, Zima Ion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I keep on forgetting his name. You know, I, I mean, I remember seeing him in the documentary they did with ROH, and that's what kind of got interested on him. But I don't know, I didn't like the finish of that one, and that wasn't that crazy about it. And yeah, but you got to realize but, those guys were already all spent; they were already all out of gas. Let's have that match even happen. That was their third match for some of them out there. That right? Night. Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's correct. You know, I, I guess maybe it was just a little bit too much with all that how they did it. But you know, what they're gonna do? But I'm looking forward for the for the WWE pay per view. See what's gonna come up with that man, you know, and see what's up with SummerSlam. See what's after that, and uh, we'll see. That's all we're gonna see. But guys, y'all doing a great job. I'm glad y'all doing the show tonight, being here and all that. And uh, shot the lock over. Try to get over here and invade. Go try to invade every Tuesday night to get y'all Gringo straight. And one thing I got, I got to holler at something, Trey. This is nothing to do with wrestling. You, if you don't mind, if I just spit this out, no more. I don't want to say I'm pissed off at freaking organization in New Orleans Saints. Still, nothing yet on Drew Brees. Nothing yet on signing that man, giving him the money he deserves. I am sick and tired of how all this. The bounties are over with. It's time to sign the man that gave us the gold. <laughs> hey, now, we need Drew Brees. Give him the goddamn money. Give him anything. I'll give him my first child. And the second. Make him play. That's it. I'm tired of all this shit. They got to do it now. I agree. And just like Drew Brees took the goal away from the Colts, he got the trophy back. He's going to do it again if they sign him. Just like that. He got the fire. I said it again, shit. They didn't <laughs> come out right like I wanted to, but you know. But you know what y'all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm supposed to ask you, where's the flag at? The flag? Which flag? Our flag. We got the flag. We got the flag. That's right. I'll be waving it high this Saturday when I'm running with the Bulls. In the yeah. streets of New Orleans. I watched the hoodie one that. Don't get a horn up your butt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gringos. Y'all take it easy, bro. I'll be enjoying the rest of the show. Hey, one more thing. I'm glad the legend of HBK is in the chat room. A lot of long-time listeners running their way back long all of a sudden. time listener. That's great. All right, guys, let me get going. I know you got other people waiting. And also, let me give Brad Sire a heads up, too, for doing a great job. All right, Gringos. Adios. Peace hey, Viva Viva Wrestling News Live. Viva! Arriba, Orale. Burritos! Enchiladas. Take care, man. <laughs> Beans and disease, motherfucker. All right, there you have it. Santo Loco. He gets a horn up his butt. He might call it next week. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Running with fucking bulls. Have you seen what a bull can do to you, man? Fuck that. I have. 
I have seen. All right, here's the deal. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, you bastards better light up the phones or I'm going to turn this shit off and watch the rest of the All-Star game before I got to go to work. So it's completely up to you. If you want us to answer phone calls, call in. If you don't, don't. And we'll call tonight. So that being said, we'll be right back with more Wrestling News Live right after this on the SNS Radio Network. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain. And I'm on Planet Jarrett right now listening to Wrestling News Live. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter on the Internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. I told the world that Michael Cole wore boxer briefs, and now I've been validated. They said he wore regular briefs. They tried to stone the world and tell him only I, Pro Wrestling Truth Detector, no man can walk around talking the way he did and not wear the kind of underwear that he was wearing. Andy, take a breath. Ladies and gentlemen, my partner gets carried away sometimes. Wrestling's truth detector gets carried away. The truth is right here. I told the world. If you want to hear more, you're going to have to tune in every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain for the Pro Wrestling Rewind on the SNS Radio Network. Michael Cole, Syracuse University just shredded your man card. God, change your underwear, damn it. You're listening to Wrestling News Live. What is up, my SNS peeps? I am the Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean. And Ashley, too. Yes, it's still my name. I haven't changed it yet. If you don't know who we are, I mean, we have this really cool show on the SNS Radio Network. It's called The Open Book. We cover wrestling, any like big news that happens in the week, but we more so cover the pay-per-views. We talk about how they went and how we think they should have gone. We cover a little thing called fantasy booking. We also cover all the biggest gaming news, games that have come out, and game reviews. Plus, we've got the latest from the world of film entertainment. Also, perhaps an off-so-regular performance by me in the reviews of movies too. This is The Open Book. Catch us every week right here at the SNS Radio Network. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer, Sean Bachman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time.
Check out Wrestling News Live on your smartphone every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time at www.mobileradio.info. Your home for live radio on your smartphone. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después. Worldwide Latino Pride, the ambassadors of violence. LAX, K Dog, the notorious 187 Welcome back to the show. I am the trade dog, the outlaw, the IWC, along with the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella, and that right there was Hernandez. Supermex from TNA going to join me on Thursday night for TNA Chat Live, 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central, immediately following the TNA Post Show on YouTube. We will go live, and uh, we are going to start the show right off the bat with Hernandez. And uh, I've been told by producer extraordinaire, Brass Eye, that the interview is 36 minutes. I said 40. I was close. So... That just gives us a few more minutes, I guess. But uh, nice 36-minute interview, answering all your Facebook questions, plus questions that I had, and also talk of NCAA Football 13 on the Xbox. So look forward to that on Thursday on TNA Chat Live. So Hernandez is a gamer. He is a video gamer, yes. Can you believe he's got a daughter that just graduated high school? Wow. Damn. Yep. And as big as he is, now I haven't seen his daughter, but he tells me that she is a power lifter and is a state champion power lifter. She did a squat of 500 pounds. God damn. I mean, I'm lucky if I can lift fucking 50, 500 pounds. Damn. And... Hernandez has a nice uh, supplement coming out, pill supplement coming out that'll be in GNC and probably on our website somewhere maybe. I'm going to jump on it and try to take it uh, for losing weight. He has dropped down from a size 40 waist, which is where he was when he was with Mexican America. A size 40 waist to size 33. Wow. I may have to check that out. And GNC, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's fucking, that's huge. I mean, GNC, they're, if not the biggest, one of the top three biggest, you know, nutritional sports places, you know, in the country. That's, that's pretty damn cool. Good for Hernandez. Yeah, he's pretty pumped about it. So he's got, he's got that and an exercise video that they're working on, a fitness video to go with it. So look forward to that when it comes out. Phone lines are open, 501-588-7957. If you want to uh, call in, now's your chance. If you don't, we'll just wrap this bitch up because I can easily take the night off and jump on my Xbox. So uh, I guess it's up to you folks. Good to hear Santa Lobo again, though. Yeah, it's very rare I get to talk to, to him, and it's like he's always electric and anytime you talk to that guy he's just on fire it doesn't matter what's going on 
he's going to cheer you up because he's going to say some wild shit. But man, what he said about, you know, about Breeze is interesting. I mean, it, you know, yeah, the, maybe it's partly the money that's keeping him, but also all that shit that went down. But anyhow. Straight attitude in the chat says, not much of a show tonight, huh? Well, not much of a product to report about. I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of the gist of it. The product sucks right now, and I damn sure don't want to go over Raw again. Over that clusterfuck. Welcome to the show. Who's this? It's Maze. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, I missed, like, the first 10 minutes, so, like, before we even talk, I want to backtrack. What did y'all cover? Um, Bronx, do you want to give them the raw recap again? No. Oh, absolutely. Hold uh, on, Maze. Hold on, Maze. We've got a quick, quick raw recap just for you. Uh, Ladies okay. and gentlemen, once again, for the benefit of Maze, this was your Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and there you have it, Maze, your Monday Night Raw recap. Not on the show. That was it. God damn. But, I mean, shit, it was bad, but, I mean, I, I can't say too much. I mean, I had parts I like. I ain't going to pick at it all day. I just wanted to say something about, like, money in the bank and that 1,000th raw coming up, because I had, like, a theory on it, sort of. Well, lay it on me. All right, like, all right, you, you thought that he was talking about The Rock's tweet or whatever, saying, you know, he's going to be there, and his goal is the championship. Yeah. I'm sitting. I was telling my uh, my cousin earlier. I was like, if Cena's in Money in the Bank, I said, you think it's possible that Punk would retain, and then Rock would lay out some kind of challenge for whatever reason, and they have Rock versus Punk at SummerSlam, and Cena would just cash in on that match, possibly. It's possible, but here's 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 a theory that I think is going to happen, and this is just a theory. It's just my fantasy booking. I have a feeling that The Rock actually shows up on the pay-per-view. Mm. And there's a chance that he could enter the Money in the Bank former champion match and win that motherfucker. That'd be sick. And then The Rock can have the Money in the, bra- Money in the-, Money in the Bank briefcase where The Rock mm. can cash it in at any time. Right. He could go. He could go back to Hollywood with his briefcase, film his movie, and that gives them a legitimate reason for bringing him into the title picture whenever they're ready. Because he's made it a point that his goal is to become champion. Well, how are you going to do that unless he comes back and works a program with somebody? The only other way to do it is to give him money in the bank. Only, only way, only reason that won't work because it makes too much sense. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that was like, and, and damn, how do you think about that? The only the only reason why I the only reason why I haven't been promoting that and all over that is because at the same time do you want to have the rock show up unannounced on a pay per view and not cash in on it? Yeah, because if you promote the rock in advance your buys are gonna go up. But you're also gonna kill the surprise. True. Sometimes you just gotta have a surprise. Shit. You know, and then and then that 1,000th Raw, it's already going to be huge with the amount of people that they've announced to be on there. I'm pumped for, I'm pumped for that one. I'm going to the one after that, the week after. See, I've, 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 I've looked, and I can get tickets 
But I'm one of those people, if I'm not in the front row, I'll watch it on TV. I, I, I got this guy at work that's like that. But I'm like, man, sometimes you just got to go. Because yeah. we passed up on we passed up on a Raw that came to Cleveland. That was when they had that Rock John Cena concert. That shit was too funny. And I was like, damn, we really should have went. And my cousin kept trying to convince me. He's like, dog, it's Taker, it's Shawn Michaels, it's Triple H, it's Rock and Cena all on the same show. I said, when are you going to see that again? I was like, oh, damn, I don't know. You know what would be even... Boy, I'm sorry, Maze. Go ahead. No, you know, I was just thinking what would be what would be really cool as well, or something else you could do. Have Cena win money in the bank, have him cash it in, whether you do it this Sunday or next pay-per-view or whenever. Have him cash right. in, ding, 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 the bell starts. Now it's an official, regular rules match. John Cena comes out. Uh, John Cena, damn it. The Rock comes out. Uh, and somehow interferes and either Cena gets disqualified or the other person gets disqualified. And they say, listen, we know you got screwed, but it was an official match. You cashed it in. So that's it, Cena. Sorry. There goes your title shot. And that gets Cena seething for a rematch with The Rock. Another way you could play it out. I mean, it would be the ballsiest thing they've done because I don't know if they would ever do it on a Raw. But if you have Cena win the briefcase Sunday and he gets the title the same night, he could lay out a challenge for The Rock for the 1,000th Raw, and they'd have ratings through the roof. Mm. Yeah, but a, but a short time to build. It wouldn't, it wouldn't take much. They got You got all that Twitter and shit out there. They promote the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I would look for them to say something more like, you know, I would look more like John Cena to cash it in and win the belt. And then say, now that I've got what you're after, why don't you meet me at SummerSlam? It could work too, because either yeah. way, because I know because I know they don't like giving away that kind of pay per view quality match on no Raw. But I mean, since it's the one thousandth one, and they treat right. it like a pay per view, that'd be the only way it would work. It wouldn't be they couldn't do it on a regular Raw. One thousand would make sense, but other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't have any problem yep. with it. No. Me either. It'd be, probably, it'd be probably like the second, third highest rated show ever. Hopefully. Yeah, but, you know, then again, you're making an already big show bigger when you could just save it for another show and make it a normal show huge. Yeah. You could always say yeah. something. That'd be crazy. So, anything else, man? No, I just, that drag, I saw those Dragon Gate videos on the Facebook page, and that shit blew my mind. I haven't watched those. Yet. I haven't seen them yet. There's this it's a video on there with this dude named uh what is his name? Ricochet versus this guy they WWE supposedly supposed to be signing named Pac or P A C however you say it. It's like a little two, three minute video highlighting the match. It's insane. I had never seen a match like that. Well apparently this Pac guy's the best thing since pussy was invented from what I read. I mean, he looks like a UK version of CM Punk to me, I guess. So I haven't he's cold though. I was watching his little best of moves. I think uh, Randy sent it to me. He was like, he was doing fucking shooting star knee drops to two different people and getting the press at the same time. I was, I was like, where did they find this guy? He's like a fucking uh, even pincushion or some shit. Daredevil. I thought when you said pot you, that they repackaged Evan Bourne. No, he's still gone. No. Oh, okay. Where, where the hell is he? I have no clue. Sipping on Endo. 
That wouldn't have made sense to any other caller. I had to get it out while I could. Yeah. That's because we got that mother connection. That's all. Everybody else have been endo. What the fuck's endo? What the fuck's endo? They're listening to Chronic, a doggy style. Did I ever tell you the story about what I did to the black guy that ordered the gin and juice in my bar? God. You started rapping the song, didn't you? No, no. I was pissed off and I was in a bad mood. Oh, shit. And I'd had a really, 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 really bad day. I think I, I think my girlfriend and I had split up or something that day. I don't know. Something something along those lines. Some chick I was fucking anyway. Mm. And uh, I didn't want to go to work. And it was a Tuesday night. And we had just started doing these Tuesday nights with this all-black band called Suede. And so <laughs> they like 90% of the clientele was black. You know, and they just did not like white bartenders. I don't know what it was. I had no problem with them, you know. But I, was I was about just, to ask you, did you feel out of place? Yeah, I, I felt like I was at the R. Kelly concert again. <laughs> <laughs> Before you started pissing on people. Oh, man. Before the little chocolate factory. Yeah, before you got a little doo-doo. So, <laughs> I... Uh, she saw piss coming and she moved. I mean, I mean, she stayed, so you came to yeah. the for it. He told her he, he was going to piss on her. Piss. She didn't get out of the way. That's my, yeah. that's my theory. That's why I was like, it's the boondock theory. Riley said, you go, I see piss coming, I move. She saw yeah. piss coming, she stayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how old is 15, really? Yeah, I mean, we can bring it all, day on, we can bring it all the way down to Dave Chappelle's dog. Exactly. That piss could have yeah. been digital, baby. That's all I'm saying. I'm pissing I mean, right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm 15 yeah. years old. I'm 15 years old, you know, and, and like, you know, in the news, you didn't hear nothing about that little fifteen-year-old black girl. She actually, she wasn't fifteen; she was like seven. Got kidnapped by a couple of white guys. They tied her up. Left. Came back on the same day. That bitch chewed through the ropes and got home and was watching herself on the news by five o'clock. I remember He's that. Like, Shit. He goes, he goes, I know how to get out. I said, nigga, this is my bus route. I know what the fuck I'm at. I mean, this bitch, this Elizabeth Smart. How smart was she? Bitch was 15, they kidnapped her and took her two blocks from her house, and she couldn't find her way home for, what, two or three years? <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, it's like it, it, it's like haunted houses, the same thing. You know, us white guys, we got to investigate shit and hire someone and live there and sleep there. You know, black dude, he is, get out. He gets the fuck out. It's, yeah. You, I, you, the movie The Exorcist Movie The Exorcist would have been about five minutes long if a black family would have been moving in that house. I mean, I tell you, know, I t- you got the fuck out. I turned the TV. It's like that part in scary movie when the newscaster comes in. He's like, oh, this is Reggie Johnson from Black People News. White people dead. We getting the fuck out. Gone. That's it. Uh, Am- Amityville Horror would have been as long as the opening credits because the house would have said, get out. Black guy would have said, goodbye. Oh, I don't Peace out. Dead. You ain't got to tell him he talks. It would have been all in one motion, too. Door opens up. You walking in. Hey, nigga, what? Turn around, gone. <laughs> but no, this this black guy came into it with the bar I was working at, and I was yeah. in a bad, I was in a bad mood, and I, I I felt bad about it later. I bought him a drink later, but he uh, walked up to the bar and he had his pants around his ass. I hate that shit. Pull your fucking pants up, tighten your fucking belt. I ain't, I ain't you know what I mean? I mean, come on, damn. Nobody wants to see your fucking black ass when you're out walking around. No, nah. and so. He walked up, 
and ordered a damn drink. And he was like, yeah, man. And, and, and what's the deal with the pick in the hair? <laughs> Fucking white people don't leave combs and brushes in their shit. Why do black people have to leave a pick in their hair? We understand it takes a different tool to fix your fucking hair, but we don't need to see yeah. the motherfucker. I used to have a little fro for like a year or two back in college. Don't ask why. Cause, no, I didn't trust nobody on that campus to cut my hair. I said, fuck that. I mean, wait, I wait till I go back home and get my hair cut. Well, I mean, I paleo like paleontologists dig up dinosaur bones and they don't put shovels in their fucking hair. <laughs> fucking, you, don't see a doc you don't see a fucking doctor walking around with a scalpel stuck in his fucking head. It's a tool you use to do something. Why do you need to stick it in your fucking hair and remind everybody that you use a fucking pick? Easy access. You ain't got to comb that motherfucker, but once a day, it's a chia pet. <laughs> oh, my God. Shoot. Oh, Just add water, add water, soul glow, and you're good. If it was only that easy. But no. I had a pick. I was like, my mom used to hate you. I'd be walking around the house. She's like, quit picking your goddamn hair. I was like, my bad. I had, like, trails and shit. I said, I see why they hate it sometimes. Whatever. So this dude walks in with his pants around his ass and a pick in his hair, which pissed me off from the beginning. Right. And he goes up and he goes, hey, man. Hey, dog. And, you know, it's one thing to call me dog when you know who I am, but when you just call me dog to call me dog and you don't know me, there's a difference. <laughs> okay. And, and he says, hey, dog, come on, man. Let me get a gin and juice. <laughs> All right. So I poured gin and orange juice in a cup, and I, and I served it to him. Or gin, and, I know it wasn't. It was gin and grapefruit juice. Right. And he goes, what the fuck is that, man? I said, it's gin and grapefruit. Gin and juice. Right. He goes, that's not what I wanted. I wanted gin and OJ. Well, you didn't specify, motherfucker. This ain't a Snoop Dogg video. Exactly. So he got pissed off. I felt bad later, so I bought him another one. Well, at least he didn't ask for grape drink, because you know he probably wouldn't. I, I, I know what I know what grape drink is: sugar, water, purple. Water, purple. That's exactly. Right. He goes. You got. We got some green stuff, some yellow stuff, some sunny D. He goes. Ooh, I want that purple stuff. I want that purple. Stuff. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What the fuck is grape drink? Yeah, I, I want some juice. Drink. I want some juice. All right, man, is there anything else on your mind before I end up getting the NAACP on my ass? Shit, you better get uh, fucking Al Sharpton for that. But no, I'm good. Al Sharpton. Now, there's a phone call that will never come into Wrestling News Live. <laughs> no comedy. I'm good. Y'all have a good one. Whoa. Oh, man. All right, man. Well, thanks for the phone call, man. Alright. You know, I wonder if he knows that Dracula was a black man. Transylvania? I know where it is, motherfucker. You ain't the smartest guy in the world, you know, even though you is the ugliest. That's right. You want to suck That's some what? You better yeah. suck your ass all down with the blood, babe. Hope you get sickle cell. <laughs> that 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 right there is what I grew up on. It's, it's a ditto. <laughs> Howdy folks, this is good old J.R. Jim Ross of the WWE, and you're listening to Wrestling News Live.
Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to show you how being a wrestling news live family member and diehard listener can change your everyday look on life. Example, here's the brand new commercial from Subway. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. My melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Uh, uh, I don't think this is working out. Now let's replay that commercial and show you what Todd would have said to her had he been a member of the Wrestling News Live family. Hi, Samantha. <sighs> Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. My melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Shit, bitch. Who the hell you think you are? Give me my sandwich back. Bitch, please. Better be willing to give me some of that pussy before you get some of my sandwich. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another example of how becoming a member of the Wrestling News Live family helps you live a better life. TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode on SNS Radio Network. All right, welcome back to the show. We have a little technical problem with Skype there, so everything should be back to normal now. Um, somebody posted that that was their favorite WNL commercial, the Subway Spot. Uh, we were just talking about that. I said I had a lot of fun doing that commercial. It's kind of old now, but. It was funny to me at the time. It made me laugh. <laughs> that, was, that was why I did it. So, Broxy, you got anything to add to this shit fest before we call it a night? Well, I mean, not much. You know, it's hard to sit here and talk about a product when it, when it sucked. I mean, you know, TNA, we already covered it Sunday night. It was a good product. You know, I kept looking at my clock Sunday night and like half hour chunks were going by. And last night, it was like, God, will this fucking end? And when they go to three hours, man, I, I just don't know if I can do it anymore, dog. I honestly don't. Because when it becomes a chore, th that's when it's a real problem. And, I mean, yeah. it really sucked. Well, somebody had said in the chat room last night. I don't, have, I don't remember who you were to give you credit. But somebody had said in the chat room last night, um, wow, 25 minutes into the Raw, we still haven't had a match. Well, get ready for that because that's what's going to happen in, you know, a couple of weeks when they go three hours, because it's going to be a bunch of promos in the first in the first hour and maybe one match and a lot of commercials. Yeah, it's going to just be more soap operatic shit. You know, a lot of people 
think that three hours means more wrestling. I think it's just a way for them to get their commercials out of the way early so they don't have to break into the main event. No, they still will. I'll bet you a paycheck. They still will. They're just going to add more commercials because they're losing money on stocks. They're losing money in other places. So why don't we add another hour of fucking, you know, advertising? All right. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Oh, it's Nate. How's it going? What's up, man? Uh, you know what? I was watching the show and I didn't see anything on the show last night for adults. Nothing well, at all. You know, as JJ and I were talking today earlier, and I said, that whole fucking AJ storyline was great, but, man, do we need it spread out to where it takes on four or five segments on a two-hour show? Well, they absolutely are scrambling just to put any kind of rubbish out there that indicates in the ratings that people like, and then they turn around and kill it, absolutely murder it. You know, it'd be funny to me to do a test. If the pay-per-view wasn't Sunday, I'd love if this was just a normal Raw going into a normal Raw. I'd love to see if there was a drop in ratings next week due to the bullshit we saw this week. Yeah, I know. And the, sad thing is, the sad thing is there won't be because everybody that watched that shit on Monday will watch the pay-per-view and watch the show on Monday and they won't lose a dollar a dime or a viewer. Yeah, and they did frost a bone with the rock and all, but you know, he's not going to come back and save the company. He'll he'll come back and do what he did last time, you know, which I don't mind. He's got it better where he is, you know. He's doing really good where he is. He's drawing he he's he's drawing thirty six million dollars a film. <laughs> yeah, so be, he, be thankful he even comes back and says hi, let alone wrestles. Well, what what killed me last night and Nate, I'd like to. Your input on this, too. What was really pissed me off more than anything is you took a two-year fucking angle. A two-year angle that was the buzz of the internet, who is the Raw GM? And freaking hornswoggle? Are you kidding me? That, to me, that was Vince McMahon knocking on my door going, and walking away. I'm hoping that he was just the nominous raw manager for that time, not the actual. Because if that's it, really, you know, you, you have kids in there writing this shit for other kids to watch it. And, you know, I've seen kids watch children's movies and think, wow, you know, those kids are really awesome. Not knowing that adults wrote the movies, but this shit here, raw kids are writing raw. I tell you that right now, and I believe it. And can nobody tell me different? Well, I knew what we were in for last night. I made the comment in the chat room, and then I left. I mean, I was in the chat room, but I left and went and did something else online while I watched. But I knew what we were in for last night. In the first 10 minutes of Raw, I made the comment in the chat room, Jesus Christ, how many John Cena shirts can you get in the front row? Well, it's terrible. I mean, I, I don't want to watch it no more. And then when I watch TNA, I, I wish that some of the um, good stuff that the WWE has, like the grandest stage of them all, is all in TNA. I'd be happy. I'd never watch WWE again. And I'll be honest, if they had all the props and all the support that WWE has, I would never turn on a WWE show ever again. I'd well, watch just TNA. 
they don't have the checkbook backing them up that the, the WWE does, number one. Number two, you know, if you want to see, you know, how far a product can come in 10 years, look at the difference between Raw 10 years ago to now and look at TNA now. And imagine where Raw was 10 years ago. If it was going up against TNA now, TNA would have a better production. Yeah, well, it's true. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and you're watching it right now with the WWE product. Absolutely gone insane. I think he is insane. Actually, he needs to be checked in. If he if he's even running the show at all anymore, I don't know if he's running the show, but if he is, it's terrible. He hasn't looked at the product in years. Well, I mean, he has to be. He has to have lost it because I can't imagine. Uh, a Vince McMahon who still has a pulse and even 50% of his brain activity condoning this unless he's fucking lost it. Well, uh, here's a, here's, here's a difference. Here's a, here's a prime example of the way things used to be versus the way things are today. I watched the debut of the undertaker as the, the biker taker. Right. And if you watch that, that clip, it's on YouTube. The Rock is in the ring in one of his flamboyant shirts with his shirt open, cutting a promo, talking about Stephanie and Triple H or the, the McMahon-Helmsley regime or whatever. And then I guess he's got a match with Triple H coming up. He goads Triple H into coming to the ring. Triple H takes off his jacket. They start exchanging blows. And once Triple H gets, uh, or once The Rock gets the better of Triple H, the rest of DX comes out with the Outlaws and Pac and Tori and Stephanie. They all come down to the ring. Then Vince comes down to the ring. And once they're all beaten on The Rock, DX is um, the three little girls that, 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 that were in the Undertaker promo start co- start talking about how he's been back from the dead and he's come back now and blah, blah, blah. He's here. And then boom, 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 pyro. And you hear Kid Rock, are you scared? And then it says, you know, the judgment day is now. And he comes to the ring or he pulls out on the motorcycle and parks. And the fucking crowd goes ape shit nuts. And he gets off his bike, goes down and cleans house. You know, if that were today... They would have previewed. They would, if that were today, they would announce on USA that he's coming back this week, and then right before he comes back, they would announce the Undertaker returns live next, to where there's no surprise and no shock and awe. Yeah, that's what the product's missing is shock and awe. Back in the day, when WCW had WWE guys showing up out of the blue when their contracts were up. And vice versa, when the Radicals showed up and Jericho showed up on, on Monday Night Raw, that's what we're missing today is the lack of the, the lack of shock and awe. Yeah, but you, you remember what Russo said, how they go through the show with the 10 segments and they bust down um, scene by scene by, by the ratings where it's peaked and all of that. So that part of the shock and awe... They're trying to boost the ratings, like saying, "Oh, the Undertaker's coming up," to 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 give that spike, and it's terrible. It's it's not wrestling anymore. It's you know, I felt bad for Bob Backlund. He oh, comes yeah. in, no, nobody knew who he was. I was happy to see the guy. He looked great to me. I know how old he is. You know, I know he can't go anymore. But just to show show a man out of place, 
this guy was an actual bloody wrestler. You know, he did his business years ago. Now, when he hops back in the ring, you think, you know, by the crowd, they look at him, they go, Who, who's this guy? You know, an actual wrestler. I was beside myself about that. You know, I was so annoyed that, you know, when, you, when an actual wrestler actually turns up, jumps in the ring, he gets nothing. You actually feel, you feel bad for the guy that he's in this position. You know, that's yeah. how wrestling has changed. It's changed from what it used to be. I, I hate it. Well, I mean, it's Absolutely. like wrestling is last now. You know what? If you can find a good-looking guy or gal who's good on the mic and can't wrestle a freaking lick, they can make it because wrestling isn't their, their number one focus now. And when you talk about the ratings, see, I don't necessarily agree, agree with Russo on that because like Trey has said a billion times, the ratings are only representative of people who have Nielsen boxes. Now, they have gone down quite a bit. The other thing you have to remember is you're going to get ratings when your six-year-old kid starts to scream and cry when you change the channel. Okay, okay, don't cry, baby. I'll put it back. I'll put it back. So the, even the ratings that they're getting now don't represent us. You know. But, but the point Russo made is they're still using that formula. They're tracking what the ratings do and, and when they bump, like the AJ thing. The wrestling, the, the ratings must have bumped when she was on it when they're doing that angle. So what do they go and fucking do? They destroy it and, and think, well, this must do wonders for the ratings since people are watching us. Absolutely not. You're gone the wrong way, McMahon. Fire all those bloody writers. I would agree. Absolutely. Me too. All right, Nate. Thanks for the call, man. You got anything else okay. before we let you go? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I've got to go to work. Thanks, thanks, guys, for the chase. Thanks for everything. You got it, man. Thanks, man. All right, that's gonna wrap things up for us tonight. Uh, we got another call on the line. We'll take it. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Well, it's interesting because uh, I meant to call in on Thursday, but never got the chance because uh, of internet issues. But now I'm gonna call into Wrestling News Live, guys. How you doing? It's uh, Storm T Phoenix from the chat room. Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I I didn't watch Destination X last Sunday simply because I don't really have a. Oh, you're cutting in and out, man. I can barely hear you. You need to boost up your your audio or something. I can barely hear what you're saying. Sounds like your headset's cutting in and out on you. Yeah. Hey, hang on. That sounds better. That's better. Okay. Anyway, say that again. You didn't see what? To who now? I, I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see Destination X last um, last uh, last Sunday. But from what I heard from your uh, your coverage, sound like it was a fine program. Yeah, I'd have to say that it was right up there as one of the top pay per view efforts that the company's put out in a long time. And you know, pay per view wise, they've been doing good for about the last three or four pay per views and. It's translated over to better television. Huh. I, I can I can agree with that because um, I've been uh, listening. I've been watching Impact lately, and I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, I, I didn't watch it for a while, uh, simply because I wasn't really interested in the product. But I started watching it again, and I gotta say, I picked a good time to start watching it because it's it's been doing great. And I didn't yeah. watch. Because of the uh, the home run derby on uh, Monday night, and it doesn't sound like I missed much. So, 
No, you did yourself a favor. Trust me. Um, Dixie Carter was on TNA Today with Jeremy Borash, and uh, she said, you know, to a lot of people out there that, that, that watched us and gave up on us, please come back because we're doing so much better. We're a totally different product now, and she's right. You know, and I talked to Dixie on Sunday after the pay-per-view show was off the air through uh, direct messages on Twitter, and I thanked her for, you know, doing something she didn't have to do, and that was put that second chance match on pay-per-view because what she did was she got those guys another payday. You know, it, it got them pay-per-view exposure, and she got them a payday, a pay-per-view payday, and she didn't have to do that. They could have they could have written that whole thing differently, and uh, she said, thank you for noticing that. And that uh, most of those guys are going to get contracts out of the deal anyway. Yeah, and it uh, sounds like they're going to be great additions as well. Uh, <laughs> people talking in the chat room about my audio issues. Sorry about that. First time calling in. Uh, I'll figure this out. No, you're fine. You're fine. And, and, and trust me, I want you to continue to call in. So um, it was just when you started out, your volume was so low we could barely hear you. Oh, sorry about that. Anything else on your mind, man? Um, you know, right now I just got the, uh, the all-star game going still eight and no NL, uh, yep. Oh, Ari Dickey's on the mound as well. So things are looking good for national league. I really like this kid at the plate Trumbo. I had him in his first year on my keeper league and I traded him and I, I regret it now, but, um, <laughs> I was making the run for the playoffs. I ended up making the finals and losing in the finals. So I still got a nice $200 payday, but. It would have been nice to have won the whole thing and take it home to 500 bucks, but I was trying to get there, and I made a few trades that I regret this year because it's hurt me, but uh, Trumbo was one of them. Kids on fire. Yeah. I haven't really been paying too much attention to baseball lately, but from what I have been seeing, it's uh, it's actually very, very good. I'm going to keep keep watching, no doubt. All right, man. Well, we appreciate the phone call. Hey, no, hey thank, and thank you. Uh, great show, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take care, man. Catch me on Thursday. I got Hernandez kicking off the show live or TNA chat live. He's not live. The, the interview is recorded, but it's 36 minutes long, so make sure you tune in for that. Bronx, you got anything to say before we get the hell out of here? Nah, man, I'm done. You know, uh, keep try to keep watching wrestling. Hope uh, WWE gets better. If it doesn't, you know, saying it's not an alternative anymore is starting to get a little bit not true. I mean, everyone said TNA is not an alternative. Well, you know what? If you're over the age of six, guess what? It's probably your only, unless you want to track down Ring of Honor. So well, that's, um, okay. imagine, imagine if all the TNA haters would have got their wish several years ago and the product would have died. Guess where we'd be right now? Oh, I'd probably be watching Netflix right now. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to thank Brass Eye for producing the show and Rick. Hendrickson, who has moved to China for his job of all places, is in China right now. So we thought, fittingly, we would dedicate Song of the Night to Rick. (laughs) So Song of the Night tonight is dedicated 100% to the man behind the scenes here on the network, Big Rick. This one's from me to you, buddy. With that being said, I'll see you guys on Thursday night for TNA Chat Live, immediately following the TNA Post Show on YouTube. And uh, make sure you join in on and listen to all the other great shows here on the network. JSK, take us the hell out of here.
Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, Peach 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out.
Wrestling News Live is not affiliated with the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, or any other professional wrestling and or entertainment companies and exclusive to the SNS Radio Network.